Alrighty, everybody. Good morning, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, and uh, Thursday night football. Something which I still dislike immensely, but uh, the first Thursday night game in season. I don't really count that first game as a Thursday night game, but uh, players have to bounce back from uh, from a, from a difficult Sunday, and uh, both teams, the Giants and the Washington Football Team. Uh, taking losses this week, and uh, that's the matchup in a division matchup uh, with these two arch rivals, Wiz. Wiz, how are you this morning? Yeah, doing doing well. Looking forward to uh, the Thursday night game. It kicks off with a division rivalry, a Washington football team and the Giants, and uh, two teams that uh, lost, both teams lost at home, and uh, somebody's going to start off the season 0-2, and uh, not quite sure who it is. I don't know if you have a view on the game, a side or a total or anything like that. But we're gonna we're gonna cover the game. That's for sure. Wiz, do you know that the Giants, the New York Football Giants, have not had a record over five hundred at any point since two thousand and seventeen? That's amazing. Yeah. That really, really is amazing. Yeah, since 2017. Yeah, so you want to talk. And, you know, I, I got some Jet fans telling me when, when I pointed that out that, oh, you're spoiled, you won a couple of Super Bowls, how would you like to be a Jet fan? No, I'm not used to this as a Giant fan, but th- this is an aptitude on another level, and it seems like every single season you're walking in, you're behind the eight ball, you're 0-3, you're 1-4, but to not have a winning record any season since 17, that, that's, that is a really long time for, for a franchise that is not... Look, I think Dave Gettleman is on his last leg. Probably Daniel Jones is on his last leg as well here. Uh, I've I expressed the concerns around the Giants, and here, here we go, right into the hornet's nest against a, a, a pretty violent defense uh, against a team that I think is a much better football team. And, uh, you know, again, I don't know what's going to happen with Saquon Barkley. Uh, you know, as far as the targets last week, yes, uh, Sterling Shepard was the leader. He got nine, but but both Slayton and, and, and uh, Kenny Galladay were involved in, in the game. I don't know what we're going to see on a short week from Saquon Barkley. I really don't. No Evan Ingram again. Uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm just kind of disgusted with the Giants. Um, you know, you mentioned this game in terms of the point spread. I'm seeing it at three and a half at the moment. And it looks like around 40 and a half uh, for the over-under. We have Tyler Heineke, who's going to be taking over starting quarterback. Uh, so that's an intriguing one. We know he did very well in the playoffs last year against Tampa Bay. But, you know, game, you know, game, game after game, we have Daniel Jones making key turnovers. Uh, again, that will not be afforded against this very aggressive front seven of the Washington football team. So I don't, I don't know, Wiz. I I just don't have extreme hopes or, or dreams about this particular team this year. And I think, you know, I'm, I don't like the game in particular. I'm probably not going to touch it uh, from a betting standpoint. But if I was a betting person this week, if I really was compelled to go in one direction, uh, I, I'd definitely be leaning towards the Washington football team in this particular game. I'm, I'm, I'm not touching the line, but that's the direction that I'm leaning in. Yeah, so I'm looking at the line right now. It's three and a half and 40 and a half. Uh, not predicting a lot of offense in this game. Um, part of it is to do the fact that they're pretty good, two pretty good defensive teams. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I don't know if he's going to play, uh, what the status is going to be on him. So uh, I have zero opinion as far as the side or total in this game. 
are you touching, are you giving out either side or a total as a pick for this game? No, no, I'm not. And I will tell you, last year these teams played against each other twice. I think you always get division matchups, and they're only, they always tend to be a little bit closer games. Teams know each other a little bit more. But it looks like the bookmakers are kind of straddling the line of what happened last year. Uh, 43 in one game last year, 23-20. The other game was a 20-19 game. Uh, so it looks like the the odds makers are basically straddling what took place in last year. Two kind of two kind of like Donnie Brooks uh, with two, with two good defenses kind of going at it. All right, so let's move to the player props uh, on this game. And uh, to me, when I look at this game, there's one player prop that is just a standout, and to me, it's a lead pipe cinch. Um, I'm going over Terry McLaurin, 70 and a half yards receiving. So last week in, in, in their first game against the Chargers, uh, the Chargers had the ball for 36 minutes. Just think about how long that is, 36 minutes. That, that means the Chargers' average per quarter of time of possession was nine minutes a quarter. That, that's massive to, hold, to have the ball for 36 minutes. So even with only having the ball for 24 minutes, the Washington football team, McLaurin caught all four of his targets for 70 yards. You know that the that the Giants are not going to be able to keep that kind of time of possession from Washington. Last year in the two games with Kyle Allen a quarterback, he had seven for seventy-seven and seven for one fifteen with Alex Smith as the quarterback. They can't stop McLaurin. The only thing that stopped him was time of possession. He had caught all four of his targets for seventy yards against the Chargers last week. This to me is a lead pipe cinch over. 70 and a half yards receiving Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think he goes well over a hundred yards receiving and probably catches a touchdown, which I know is music to the ears of our, our boy JB who has Terry McLaurin as well. So my prop play that I absolutely love for this game is Terry McLaurin over 70 and a half yards receiving. Okay. Whereas we are united as one. I'm taking a page from your book uh, last week where you took Brandon cooks on two different bets in the same game. And I'm doing the same thing with Terry McLaurin. I am taking the over as well. 70 and a half yards. I love, uh, I loved when you were talking about lead pipe cinches. Uh, and the other one was over five and a half catches. I love that as well. So I'm going Terry McLaurin over five and a half catches uh, and over 70 and a half yards. I'm in complete agreement with you. Uh, I'm going to put one more Washington. You know, I, I, I agree a touchdown is likely by McLaurin. Uh, Heineke has plus one and a half touchdown passes. I see that as well as occurring in this ball game. So I'm going plus one and a half. That's the other bet I have uh, in this game as well. Uh, and I do have one from the Giants side, Wiz. Um, I, with no Evan Ingram, I mentioned that. Uh, I, I think Kyle Rudolph will catch over two and a half balls in this ball game. Uh, I think he'll catch three or four balls. That's what I'm kind of looking at. Uh, so that's the other prop bets. Those are the four prop bets I'm taking. I'm taking the over two and a half catches for Rudolph, the over one and a half touchdowns for Heineke, over five and a half Terry McLaurin catches, and over 70 and a half yards for Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I looked at the over receptions, and I was going to double dip on McLaurin, but to me, if he goes over on reception six, he's going over 70 and a half yards receiving, and there's a chance he doesn't need to catch six passes to go over 70 and a half yards receiving. So to me, the safe, the safer bet was over receiving yards, but I also like the over receptions. But as far as a pick goes, I'm just going to go with the, the yards on McLaurin. There was another one that was interesting to me, and – I find the line interesting to me, and I think it's an overreaction to what happened last week. Uh, J.D. McKissick did not catch a pass last week. 
The under and over on receptions for J.D. McKissick is two and a half. In the two games against the Giants last year, he caught a combined 15 balls. 15! Nine in one game, six in the other. I don't know if this is an overreaction to McKissick not playing much and not catching any passes last year, but what do you think about that one and that line at two and a half? And, uh, and I'm looking at it right now. The under is actually the favorite at two and a half. Uh, so it's like under two and a half, we link six to five, and over two and a half is kind of like an even money proposition. What do you, I mean, I'm not going to play it, but it just seems to me is a, a strange line. Do you think this is based on the fact that McKissick wasn't really used much in week one? Yeah, I think that's a, it's an it's a immediate reaction uh, by, by folks who are not looking at what happened last year. By the way, uh, to, uh, in, in the case of player history Terry McLaurin's played three games against the Giants in his career seven catches in all three of them so I just wanted to bring that one up uh but I, I, I this is a complete reaction to what transpired last week you know I, I we don't disagree that that Antonio Gibson's going to have a lot more to say in this offense this year uh, in terms of catching the ball out of the backfield and touching it game by on a game by game basis but I think it's a de facto reaction to what transpired last week and I, I almost went with that line as well Wiz um but I stayed away from it. But yeah, you got to look at what transpired last year in the games. And I, you know, even if McKissick catches a few less balls this year, let's say it's in the you know forty to fifty range rather than what he did last year against the Giants, he was very very successful. So I, I was a bit surprised how low that line was, and I think a, a distinct reaction to what happened last week. I mean, so McKissick catches fifteen. 15- Balls combined in the two games against the Giants last year. Week one, the Giants, Christian McCaffrey catches nine passes on nine targets. Now, by no means is, is J.D. McKissick in the same league as, as Christian McCaffrey. But the point being is the Giants do not cover the running backs. They are not interested in defending the running backs. And I don't know, like if I just knew McKissick was going to play, this seems like a, a, a bet that could go over in the first half. Well, he is going to play, right? There's no, he doesn't have an injury designation next to his no, name. No, he's, he's not. I don't mean he's not going to dress. I mean his playing time. Like, is he going to get his normal snap count? Because if he gets his normal snap count, the Giants just do not have an interest in covering, covering running backs. And catching the ball is, is just so easy for them against the Giants' defense. And they, they couldn't stop McKissick last year. And like I said, McK- you know, McCaffrey, nine catches on nine targets in week one. So, I'm giving out McLaurin, but I'm going to tell you this. In DraftKings, I am starting every single one of my lineups with McLaurin and McKissick. And the Eminem boys are going to get me a big payday, I got a feeling, on the Thursday night showdown. Uh, yeah, I've already put in my uh, DraftKings picks. Uh, I'm, I'm revealing that for the, for the Thursday night game. And I have McLaurin as my captain, and I have McKissick in my lineup as well, Wiz. Yeah, absolutely. Twenty two hundred for McKissick. I just think is is a crazy overreaction to him not catching any passes. Yeah, in week one. I, I, I agree. I think I asked you specifically. I can't remember when because uh, I am a McKissick owner in one league, and I think you answered me with the proper answer that that Gibson will touch the ball, but McKissick is not going to be forgotten. And by the way, he was on the field for thirty six percent of his snaps. So. Yeah, I think you know that. That to me, I'm I'm happy with that percentage. That's generally what he did last year. It's just you know that last week they weren't able to do that. And by the way, the Chargers are probably a better defensive team than the Giants. Yeah, I just think that time of possession is something that has to be looked at. And 
there is just no way that the Giants are going to have the ball nine minutes a quarter against Washington like the Chargers are able to do with their ball control passing game. They're just not going to be able to do that. So more time in possession, more possessions per quarter for the Washington football team. And uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty pretty strong about that. McLaurin over, and I'm feeling pretty good about starting every one of my drafting lineups with McLaurin and McKissick as well. All right, fantastic. I, I did sprinkle in uh, Kyle Rudolph as well. I mentioned him in the prop bets, but he's a low price as well. Like I said, no end of an Ingram. Uh, I think he'll you know, he'll be a factor in this ball game a little bit as well. And I, uh, from the Giants side, I am anticipating not much of a workload or even he's going to play. So I have Devontae Booker in a lot of my lineups uh, from the Giants side. But every one of my lineups is going to start off with McLaurin and McKissick, and I'm going to take it from there and uh, put a few different guys in there and see which one hits. All right. Well, Wiz, that's all for me on this ball game. Anything further? No, that's it. Just uh, the playing prop and uh, some drafting stuff. I have no view on the side. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if either team won or the score or anything that took place, but uh, I'm just feeling strong about McLaurin. So that's a wrap for me. All right. Good stuff, Wiz. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. We're excited for it. Well, I'm definitely excited for it, being a being a giant football fan. But uh, I don't know. I could get very angry again. Uh, they, they're going to drive. <laughs> they're going to drive me to drink here. I think this season. But uh, anyway, Wiz, I'll, I'll wish you a good day. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Uh, and of course, we'll be back later in the week with uh, all our full reviews of uh, upcoming week in the NFL, uh, both from a betting perspective and from a DraftKings perspective. You got it.